The podcast world is growing bigger every day, and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future favorites. Whether you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters some love with Himalaya's Tip Jar. It's free, it's the easiest to use, and they're adding cool new features every day. Go to your app store, download Himalaya, that's H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A, and don't forget to follow Pizza City once you're there. What better way for me to pay homage to that than to make the best pizza I can without caring about what, you know, somebody came through Chicago in the 60s and had and like needing to replicate that because that's that's not an interesting restaurant. What's a nice Jewish boy from Chicago's northern suburbs doing in Seattle making an artisan deep pan pizza? Turning heads for one because no one, not even in Chicago, is taking an engineer's approach to making memorable pizza with nods to both Chicago and Detroit. I need a deep dish sausage and a thin pepperoni for here. This is Pizza City, the podcast dedicated to the art, craft, and passion behind some of the world's greatest pizzas. I'm Steve Delinsky, author of Pizza City USA and founder of Pizza City USA Tours in Chicago. And welcome to episode five here on Pizza City. Great to have you back. Uh, Good to know that we have not been canceled yet and really enjoying the first uh, two months or so uh, doing the, the Pizza City podcast. Getting some great response and notes from all of you um, out of, around the U.S. Uh, we've we started, like I said, in, in Los Angeles. If you've been following us since the beginning, uh, Pizzana, a great artisan pie. We've moved around the country. Speedy Romeo in New York, La Briola in Chicago. Today we go back to the the West Coast, well Pacific Northwest specifically, to Seattle. You don't think of Seattle as really a pizza mecca. You might think of Portland, Oregon. Uh, there's some great pizza in Portland, I know, and we're gonna, we are going to do a show on Portland eventually. But Seattle, I found myself out there a few months ago for work and um, had heard about this guy, Dave Lichterman, had heard about Windy City Pie. It didn't think much of it, to be honest, uh, but they reached out to me. Dave reached out to me on Instagram. And then a good friend of mine who moved from Chicago to Seattle said we should we should definitely meet there. She really spoke highly of it. And so I remember I, I had a dinner before that planned at uh, Taylor Shellfish and, and had a bunch of seafood. And then went over there um, a little bit later. This was in their previous space. They've since moved recently. They moved to a brand new space. Um, and so Windy City Pie is the name of the business. There's also Breezy Town Pizza. You can see where the he's having fun with the names. And uh, just could not have been a nicer guy. Uh, super cool Midwestern dude from the, from the North Shore here, as we say, from Highland Park. Product of the Highland Park uh, High School here. And by the way, Highland Park, for some reason, churns out a lot of talented people. Uh, Max Temkin, co-founder of Cards Against Humanity. Uh, I think Rachel Brosnahan from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel went there. Yeah, so something's in the water in Highland Park. And um, so I got to talk to Dave about his pizza, and he really does. He, he's a computer science, and he's an engineer. 
Um, and you're going to hear about that in today's show. But he really takes a different approach to pizza, um, unlike any other baker or pizzalo or, or pizza maker. And, um, you know, weighing things to the gram and being very specific about um, his measurements and, and his methods. And it's... Um, it's a unique pizza. It, it absolutely is a unique pizza. It's a memorable one. I've been talking about it ever since I was there a few months ago. So today's show begins in Seattle um, with Dave Lichterman, and we started talking about kind of how he got interested in creating this style of pizza um, as a kid growing up just north of Chicago. You are from the city, but you lived in Highland Park as a teenager? Uh, yeah, so at around 12, 13 years old, um, I, so I went to Oscar Meyer Elementary School, and People have never ceased to tease, you know, finish teasing me about that. The Chicago public school system certainly leaves a lot to be desired. My parents were fed up. Um, Whisked you off to the North Shore yeah, at 13. Yeah, exactly. Just in time for a bar mitzvah. Quite literally. I never really connected with deep dish pizza until I had Papa Dell's and Champaign-Urbana. Um, you went to U of I. I went to the University of Illinois for a computer engineering degree. Um, Good school for that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it turns out very good. Uh, we'll bring you out to Seattle to work at a large internet bookstore, you know, if you, if you play your cards right. So you came out here how long ago? Ten years uh, ago? Ten years ago, yeah. Okay, and then that didn't end up being uh, your lifelong passion to be an engineer at a, an internet company, and so uh, you just always had a love for pizza? Um, yeah, I did, actually. Um, my, I used to tell my parents, like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be a pizza delivery man because then I'll get all the pizza I want. I mean, that was quite literally a quote. And then you fell in love with Burt's and Pequod's, which is this sort of pan-style deep that he calls it, caramelized edge on the upper perimeter on the outside, yep. slightly uh, more focaccia, a little bit, a little crumb, open crumb in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I went to Pequod's for the first time. One of my, whenever I go back home to Chicago, and I still consider it home, I think I will always consider it home. Whenever I go back home, my friends from first and second grade, we still hang out. One of them brought me to Pequod's, and I was like, oh, this, this is great. Like, why would anybody make a deep dish pizza without putting this cheese edge on there? Like, there's an opportunity there. Why is not everybody seizing this opportunity? What's pizza in Seattle like typically? Uh, pizza in Seattle is... Uh, let's take a lot of good, fresh ingredients and not respect them. <laughs> and then you're also inspired by Detroit because this breezy is a Detroit-Chicago well, hybrid. You know, I went back to Chicago about a year ago, a year plus ago. I was surprised to see just Detroit pizza everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is just readily, you know, readily available Pequod's. That's uh, well, a, a bit it, well, spongier. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. No, like, but let's let's distill it down to like, uh, you know, okay, so this is a thicker pie with a cheese edge. This is not that far off from Pequod's. Yeah, it's not. And you've got, um, you're combining brick and mozzarella on this one on the breezy. Um, and it's a, a two-day, it's, it's an all-natural uh, fermented dough? All-natural fermented. It's about a three-day process um, unless we get in uh, a really big jam. Um but you know we have we have this dough calculator that kind of takes the standard deviation of how much we sell on any given day and is looking three days out and um, all this. So we we generally have the right amount of dough um, for the right days over at Breezy. And on your standard Chicago, with you, you're you're pickling the jardinier yourself. You're making it all from scratch. Yeah. Sausage made in house. You're grinding yourself. Yeah, I mean, well, so the thing about uh, Jardinier, especially in Seattle, is where the hell are you going to get that? Um, you know, 
people don't know what that is. Um, at best, you can say, well, have you ever had an Italian beef sandwich? And they'll say, maybe. They haven't. They're from Seattle. They haven't. Um, it, it really works on this pizza, but you're not going to be able to get it at any sort of like reasonable price. It's funny because I was actually talking to uh, a friend of mine who was like, we're basically talking about you visiting today. And I was like, you know, I haven't felt this way since Kenji visited. To me, this is uh, a pretty important moment because, you know, I've had fr- I've brought this I have brought six or seven of these Windy City Pies back home, frozen to my friends in Chicago, reheated them, you know, and, you know, getting there kind of like, man, you know, they said that, well, this is clearly Chicago style pizza, but it's nothing that you can get in Chicago really rung home for me that was just the like yeah that's exactly what it is it is it is this amalgam of pizzas that i have enjoyed throughout my years um that in every way is meant to pay respect uh to the pizza tradition in chicago but not necessarily follow it to the letter because chicago is not a city that follows things to the letter it's not a city that like it's not a city that sleeps. It's a city that keeps on trying new things. And what better way for me to pay homage to that than to make just the best pizza I can without caring about what, you know, somebody came through Chicago in the 60s and had and like needing to replicate that because that's that's not an interesting restaurant. going to take a short break but when we come back dave talks about approaching dough and in his case that means an all-natural starter from the perspective of a computer science engineer then later a preview of our next show which takes us back to new york city stay with us So we've all seen those meal kits out there. There's a ton of them right now, but every plate is quite a bit different. Think of it this way. One meal from every plate is the same price as about a cup of coffee. When other dinner options cost about $10 per serving, every plate is offering five chef-designed recipes each week from only $4.99 per serving. Recipes come together in about 30 minutes, definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store. They've got easy-to-follow recipes. They take the stress out of dinner time. Every plate does the meal planning for you. They shop. They prep for you. They take the time-consuming guesswork out of cooking. Never buy more ingredients than you need because every plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured. I speak from experience. The box that I got had a really thick and hearty potato and bacon and cheese chowder, which I managed to make during the Polar Vortex in Chicago. Could not have been... A better dish for that time of the year. I had it for lunch the next day. There was so much of it. Um, But here's the deal for our listeners. Okay, so for six free meals across your first three weeks and free shipping on your first delivery, go to everyplate.com and enter the promo code PIZZA6. That's everyplate.com and enter the code PIZZA6. You're going to get free shipping on your first delivery, dropping the cost of your first box by 20 bucks. everyplate.com, enter the code PIZZA6. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. 
The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Pizza City a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at pizza.robinhood.com. That's pizza.robinhood.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're talking with Dave Lichterman this week uh, from Seattle, owner of Windy City Pie and Breezy Town Pizza. Can't wait to see what the third iteration is going to be, and he alludes to that in our segment um, today coming up. Uh, we did talk about his approach, his plan. Um, you know, he he's like a kid. He grew up in the 80s in Chicago, um, or was it 90s? He's only in his 30s, so yeah, it might have been a little later. And he really fell in love with that sort of deep pan um, that we have at Pequod's and Burt's and now Labriola in Chicago, kind of a caramelized cheese edge burnt top a little bit, um, and uh, kind of a, a crisp undercarriage, but not crispy, obviously, like a, a New York slice, but firm, um, should not be soggy and wet. And then, of course, he just takes an artisan approach where he's grinding the sausage, an all-natural starter, grinding his jardinere. I mean, nobody makes jardinere from scratch. So uh, we pick up the conversation talking about his, both these different concepts. He's got Breezy Town and Windy City. And then also I asked him just how he takes, uh, how he approaches pizza because he has such a different background, you know, as a computer science engineer. So Dave, you really have you have two concepts there in Seattle, right? You've got Windy City Pie and Breezy Town Pizza. Why do you have two different businesses? Windy City Pie was the original concept. You know, I had spent 10, 12 years kind of refining a recipe. A few years back, I went to went back home to Chicago and I tried um well, you know, I tried some of the Detroit style things that had made their way to Chicago. And I was like, well, wait a minute, this is really similar to Chicago style pizza, you know, the pan variety of deep dish. On Mondays at Windy, we'd been doing these experimental slices, and I've always wanted to just make my own sourdough. Got it to the point where it was ready to take some toppings. Tried that on a pie, and I put Wisconsin brick cheese with it. And it was like, well, this is, this is really great. This is, is this better than Windy City Pie, maybe? You know, I knew I had to do something with it, but I wasn't sure what the heck that was. Maybe we want to do a different crust. Maybe we want to do, um, maybe we want to do this sourdough uh, that people have been responding really well to. Isn't quite Chicago-style pizza, but who really cares? And also, like, if we call it the joke name that we've been referring, that we've been using for Windy City Pie for, like, a year which is Breezy Town Pizza. Um, the next is obviously Gusty Village Cheese Wheel. <laughs> Gusty Village Cheese Wheel. That is great. I'm, I'm glad that landed. You know, then I can avoid this whole conversation about what is or isn't authentic because it's not an interesting conversation because everybody has their very own, very specific de definition of what is or isn't literally any cuisine they grew up eating. Right. You just wanted to create something that you found interesting and intriguing and delicious. And so, so Breezy Town was really the sort of this next level for you with the different, uh, the complexity of this dough with the sourdough starter that you weren't necessarily doing at Windy City. 
Right. Um, but now that we're, so we've moved Windy City, or rather we're in the process of moving still. Um, never open a restaurant, everybody, by the way. <laughs> terrible idea. <laughs> I know you hear it from everybody, but still, terrible idea. We're planning on having that sourdough available in some capacity at the new Windy City Pie, just because it's so good. And forgive my ignorance, but are these two different addresses, these two places, Windy City and Breezy Town? Yeah, so uh, Windy City is in is now in the Finney Ridge neighborhood in Seattle, and Breezy Town Pizza is in the Beacon Hill neighborhood uh, inside Clockout Lounge. Now, I know people grow up in the 60s or 70s, maybe in Chicago, and they have something in their head that, you know, like it's, it should be like a Geno's or even this weird thing called Chicago Pizza and Oven Grinder, which isn't really pizza. Um, but, you know, I think you've seen more people now take liberties, like Rich Labriola, you know, who's doing a, a deep pan with all kinds of different uh, variations than you'd find at a Pequod's or a Burt's. So I think people are becoming more accepting of this. And so I think, you know, you've been away from Chicago for a while, but if you if and when you come back, you'd see that it's a, a bit different in terms of acceptance for, for pizzas. And I think, you know, maybe on the West Coast, are people going out there expecting to find, a, I mean, God forbid, like a stuffed Giordano's? Or are they expecting Lou Malnati's? Or, or what have you found? Well, they're generally expecting, uh, they call it Illuminati's, because they have no idea what they're actually expecting. But uh, And they don't, they don't remember the name of the place that they went, but they're like, yeah, I think it's Illuminati's. And I'm like, yeah, cool. So this is a different style than that. And let me just get your take on the, this sort of the terminology. So Rich Labriola will say his his pizza is a pan pizza because he pushes the dough just to the edge of the inside of that deep pan. He does not press it up along the sides the of the walls like you would find at Bartoli's, Lumalnati's. So do you consider yours a, a pan pizza or a deep dish pizza? So this so this taxonomy is really interesting to me um, because, like the question of authenticity. There is no standards organization around it. So um, I consider mine a pan deep dish pizza. The taxonomy that I've created in my mind, uh, deep dish pizza is split into three three types. You have traditional, which is Uno's, Douay's, Lou's. You have stuffed, which I know you don't consider to be part of deep dish. And that, you know, like Giordano's or Giordano's. Uh, and then you have the pan variety, which is, you know, Labriola, uh, I would consider myself in that camp, Burt's, Pequod's. We talked about this earlier in the show that, you know, you went to engineering school at U of I and you worked for Amazon for quite a while. You don't find a lot of engineers going into pizza. You bring a very different discipline. Um, I know you said you weigh everything to the, to the gram. Um, how do you think that that background has helped you in the pizza world? Well, I mean, it's funny. You can think of you can think of a space in an oven as like an execution unit, or I don't know. It's just like in terms of scheduling things and making. It's like okay, well, what is our maximum throughput, and what is our theoretical through? You know, like what is that theoretical throughput, and how can we how can we schedule pies better in the ovens, and how do you batch things? Uh, you know, like there's a certain setup and teardown time, then. You know, but you also want to maintain the absolute best freshness of the product that you have. Um, so what can you do in these larger batches versus what do you want to do, um, you know, a little bit smaller batch product? I studied computer engineering, but I'm very much a person that just likes to be able to do things and have, you know, put my hands on something and being able to, you know, fix an ice maker or... 
um, you know, take apart a deli slicer and put it back together or whatever it may be, these end up being super valuable skills just in avoiding an expensive repair person having to come by. If someone's coming to Seattle, uh, give us a couple of recommendations for what they should probably try at Windy City and at Breezy Town. What's a, a good order there? Yeah, so um, the classic at Breezy Town, is, and when I say the classic, I mean like the best thing to get, not something called the classic. Uh, but the best thing to get if you're starting out is the pepperoni paint job. It's just double pepperoni. You got pepperoni below the sauce and above the sauce. So you got a little bit of, you know, you got that savory pepperoni in the sauce and you got the crispy pepperoni above um a little bit of uh fresh grated romano on top it's it's quite nice it it hits that obr you know it lets the uh, wisconsin brick cheese come through in a really nice way and it's really highlighted by that sourdough and then uh breezy town also has a pretty active the, the crew there i'm just so impressed with them every day Really a lot of creativity coming out of that kitchen. So whatever whatever fun slice of the day they have, get that as well. Um, and then at Windy City Pie, this is so this is the one that I made for you, Steve, um, the Sweet Pete, which is uh, house-made hot jardinier, house-made sausage, candied bacon, and then pineapple, which is the big like, oh, did he say pineapple on deep dish pizza? You're... <laughs> Who is this guy? But it works. Um, and I, it's because the pineapple gets to poach inside the sauce. So it's not like this concentrated, like, it's not like throwing Skittles in a pizza. It's just well balanced. You have sweet, savory, and spicy. Anything with our candied bacon uh, is just crispy and great. And um, even if you're like candied bacon, um, try it. It will change your pizza prep pizza topping preference forever well nothing nothing gives me more pleasure than hearing someone uh, in the pizza world use obr in a sentence so i i do appreciate that uh dave lichterman yeah. dave thanks so much for your time yeah thank you steve i i i, I want to say that the uh the video um the vice pizza video in chicago that you appear on is part of the training material for all my employees so thank you for shaping my my crew Coming up in two weeks, a New York City chef tries to capitalize on the Detroit-style craze. You know, we, we like the style a lot, but we just, we want to, like, have our own thing. We're in New York. We don't want to be like, hey, Detroiters, like, we know we're doing better than you. Like, this is, this is just what we like about your style of pizza and how we interpret it. We'll talk with Matthew Highland, owner of Emmy Squared, who has already expanded from Brooklyn to Manhattan, and now Nashville. That's in two weeks. Remember to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or the Himalaya app, and please review us. And by us, I mean me, since I produce today's show. You can follow us at Pizza City USA on Instagram. If people still use Twitter, it's at Pizza City Tours. And speaking of tours, take one the next time you're in Chicago or tell a friend. More info about those and how to get my book at PizzaCityUSA.com. Bureaucratic wrote our theme song, and be sure to send compliments or complaints to me at Steve Delinsky. Thanks for listening, everybody, and remember optimal bite ratio always. <laughs>